So we need to think about both sides of the coin. And that's why I'm, I'm, I've seen it work well, the whole BD incentive. But what I think works way better is people getting remunerated on a percentage of profit. So you are remunerated on not only winning the project, but you're remunerated on delivering that project really, really well. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Ignite podcast. My name is Josh Stone, founder of Ignite Coaching, where I help specifically help business owners of engineering consultancies to you know, run a better, better business, to grow and to scale to that next level within their business, whether it's you know, getting to that 1 million mark, whether it's to the 3 mark, 3 million mark, to 5, to 10 or beyond. Love what I get to do every day, team. So today's episode fueled from a recent discussion I had with an amazing client, and it's all about are BD incentives worth it? So the, the premise of this discussion is around, and I'm thinking about recording another episode around like a broader topic around like, you know, remuneration for sort of senior people within your business, executive remuneration, that sort of thing. But this discussion came from a coaching session with an amazing client. Their business is performing so, so well around it's it stemmed from talking about the bd team specifically so their business you know their business is a probably medium-sized consultancy and they've got a bd team and we did a fair bit of work around well how do you get the bd team performing and we talked through a number of different scenarios and strategies around making it quite exclusive making it a a privilege not a right to be on the BD team. And if you're not performing, you'll be quickly exited from the BD team. So there's a lot of things you can start to do there around making it quite an exclusive group within the BD team, getting them performing. There's a, there's a number of strategies we can talk about probably for a different podcast episode around like how to structure your BD meetings to make them quite effective and that sort of thing. What I want to talk through today is like the whole incentive piece. And so this is like a financial remuneration incentive for people in business development roles and i want to talk through really the nuances of that to make you really fully aware of what you're getting yourself into because it can be quite an easy trap to fall into to go all right well to incentivize our bd team let's just give them more money let's just give them a percentage of whatever they bring in and I've seen that work really, really well. I've also seen it work awfully. And so I want to talk through both sides of the coin, just so, you know, if you're thinking about this or you're trying to look at ways to incentivize your business development team to perform better, to go above and beyond, all those sorts of things. And, and yeah, maybe for another episode, we can, we can talk about the things that you can do outside of money to kind of incentivize your BD team or people in business development role. What I want to kind of stick to, I want to stick to the lane today in terms of this episode around really thinking about, you know, the pros and cons of this whole, you know, business development incentive. And so what I see, yeah, what I see a lot is that people go, all right, well, we need to win more work or we want to grow. And so what we're going to do is, is, you know, the BD team's kind of performing, but like they're a little bit distracted. Their business development efforts are pretty ad hoc. Let's just give them more money to kind of incentivize them. And so that, yeah, it works to a certain extent. And so 
you know, I'm sure you all are very, very aware that, you know, people are not just motivated by money. Like money is kind of a short-term motivator. We need to tap into their, you know, their a more intrinsic desire for these individuals on a business development team in terms of, you know, what motivates you? How do we get you to perform better? How do we encourage you to get out and pound the pavement more? I pay pound the pavement more and all those sorts of things. So um, this amazing client that I was talking to was like, well, why don't we just give the business development team like a percentage of whatever work they bring in? And that's a very, very common uh, remuneration or incentive model when it comes to business development to go, all right, well, Brad, you, you've brought in a million bucks over the last however long, and you can do it monthly, you can do it quarterly, you can do it yearly, completely up to you. But we're going to give you a percentage of that. And that's, again, that percentage is completely up to you, whether it's 1%, 3%, 5% of that revenue that you've brought into the business. And that can work, like I said, that can work really, really well. And that can incentivize people to get out there and, and they know that their efforts are going to be rewarded financially. And so that really, really can motivate people if they're trying to pay off their home loan, if they want to do another investment properly, if they've got financial pressures at home or they just want to make more money or they want to set their, their family up for financial security. Like there's a lot of kind of things there that will mean that someone who is incentivized financially to get out there and win more work will go and make a good crack of it. Where it becomes an issue is, and so... In, in the number of consultancies that I was part of and sort of sitting around the boardroom table, we debated this at length around different structures and remuneration packages and all that sort of, and all those sorts of things. And what I want to bring to this episode today is like, I guess the summary of those discussions and what we went through to hopefully help you become more informed if you're going down this path. So as an example, Say Brad brings in two million bucks worth of work and your incentive structure is to remunerate Brad 5% of that. So Brad gets a healthy, healthy paycheck that month or that quarter. But playing devil's advocate here, what if Brad goes in on really, really cheap fees to win that project? Or what if Brad kind of signs up to some sketchy agreements or signs up to some kind of deal that you know, you're not fully aware of, or in simple terms, Brad's just too busy focusing on business development to do a proper handover with the team. And that $2 million project goes to absolute crap. And so you make zero profit on that project. In fact, you make, you make a loss on that. And so what you've effectively done is you've, you've rewarded someone for bringing in a project, but he's not then incentivized to deliver that project well. His, his remuneration is based purely on bringing in work. And so where that really falls down is if, yeah, if the project, if you bring in the $2 million project, he's moved on to the next one, he does a terrible handover or the terms and agreements of the project are a little bit sketchy or he just went super cheap on the rates to win the project and you make a massive loss. In, in effect, that is a, a terrible outcome holistically for the business. We need to think about both sides of the coin. And that's why I'm, I'm, I've seen it work well, the whole BD incentive. But what I think works way better is people getting remunerated on a percentage of profit. So you are remunerated on not only winning the project, but you're remunerated on delivering that project really, really well. And so if the profit goes above a certain percentage, so 
And this works really well when you've got companies where someone is a BD person, but they're also a delivery person. Obviously, you need a different structure if you've just got someone in a purely BD role and their, and their entire job is to bring in work for that particular company. So what I, what I think works exceptionally well is when people are enumerated on a percentage of profit because they it's best for company if the project's profitable and you're making money and that sort of thing. So it's best for project and it's best for the team. It's best for and it's best for that particular person because it means that they're incentivized to not just, you know, dump and run. They, they bring the project in and then they kind of, you know, here you go team, here's, here's, here's the next project. See you, I'm off to win the next one because that's how I'm incentivized. And so you've got to really think through what's right for your company and what's right for your team because, again, I've seen this work terribly where and it actually created an awful rift within the company because you've got different people with different skill sets. You've got the rainmakers, out there chasing work who are great at the talk but not necessarily great on the detail then you've got the people who are the back of the back of office or the, the like the delivery team who are yeah like their skill sets not the rainmakers they're not great at you know talking talking with clients and that sort of stuff what they're amazing at is delivery and so i saw this become a massive rift within a company where you had different directors and different senior people with different skill sets. And so there was a director over here who was amazing at delivery, amazing at understanding clients' needs, the technical aspects of the project. And he was winning smaller projects, but delivering them with insanely high profit margins. And you had other, other directors, great at the rainmaking thing, bringing in much bigger projects, but delivering them at a loss or much smaller profit margins. And so you had this director over here here who's who's making great profit for the company albeit on a smaller revenue base going i'm not earning any extra money here but steve over here is earning an insane amount of money because he's remunerated on bringing in the projects and so that's what prompted this really kind of robust discussion at the board level in the, in this business that i was part of to kind of go we need to come up with a model that remunerates all directors or all individuals at that senior level, if we're going to go down that path based on overall project performance. And so I guess I started today's episode with, you know, are BD incentives like business development winning work incentives worth it? The answer is the short answer is yes, but it really has to be, it has to be thought through. You have to look at your team. You have to look at the structure and that sort of thing. And I would recommend if you've got someone in a specific BD role, where they're not doing delivery, then it's probably worth it. But then you have to really look at the handover process. Who else is checking the proposals that are going out? What is this person signing you up to? What's the handover like? Is this he or she talking the delivery team within detail through what they've just won and signed up to? That's the only way that's going to work. But what works far better, in my experience, is a profit share or some kind of, some kind of agreement based on profit. Because at the end of the day, profit is the lifeblood of your business. Like if you're making good revenue, but you're going backwards, that's a, a, that's a, very, that's a very quick path to the business shutting its doors. But if you have a healthy, profitable business and senior people within your team are incentivized based on profit, and that's kind of a different discussion to shareholding. We're talking about profit share arrangements here. And, and these key people are incentivized by percentage of profit. That works so so well so you as a business decide all right well anything above 
you know, if project anything above 20% net profit or 30% net profit, anything above that, you, director, shareholder, team leader, project manager, whatever, you get a cut of that profit. And so they're incentivized to not only win the project, but deliver it really, really well. So that's kind of my two cents team in terms of like, I think you've got to work out what's best for the business, but you just make sure before you go into any of those kind of incentive deals that you think about, you've got to play devil's advocate. You've got to think about the flip side and what if something goes wrong, you know, are you, are you incentivizing and remunerating someone that's actually just, you know, going, going to be a rod for your back. So you've just got to think about both sides, but, but far and far and what outweighs the BD incentive models is, is the profit share arrangement. So just have a think about that. And any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. And, you know, in general, if you'd like some help building your business or having a chat about how I can help you grow, please don't hesitate to reach out as well. Thanks, team. Talk to you soon. Hi there. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as I did. Don't forget, if you'd like some help growing yourself, your team, or your business even faster, head over to my website, www.coachignite.com for more resources. Or book in a call and we'll map out a plan together for you to move forward with confidence. Don't forget also to hit the subscribe button so you get notified about future episodes. Take care, my friends, and see you again soon.